1: And welcome to episode 76 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Whib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drummer Matt. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely dudes, today?
2: Um, I'm I'm doing alright. I'm doing alright. How are you doing, Matt?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Snipe? I am fine. Thank you very much for asking. And now, I'm going to mention to Drummer Butt, and this is his, like, three-second warning... That I'm going to ask what he's been doing. So, Drummer Matt, how much bee pornography have you been watching?
0: <laughs> I mean, in the last five minutes, quite a lot, but only after you told me about it.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Um, I've been doing a few other things, though, in the last not even two weeks since we last recorded.
1: it uh, <laughs> been a while.
0: Don't let people peer behind the curtain. <laughs> well, no, the because it means that this episode is being recorded on time, so we're competent again.
1: I, <laughs> I think the intro, the, the previous nine minutes of this have proven that we are not. Well, well in theory,
0: people should only hear about 45 seconds of this. Yes. So, so the mean, closer to the nine minutes you are at now when you're listening right now, this second, is how incompetent we are. Yes, we are exactly that incompetent.
1: <laughs> and now we're at 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See it's great for a listening audience who doesn't see the editing. I can just say, Oh shit, we're at an hour and a half. Oh no It's all that bee pornography we've been we've been jerking it to. It's terrible.
0: Anyway, I've been playing some computer games. Good lord. Yes. I'm I'm still playing... I think I'm starting to comprehend quite how big of a game Metal Gear Solid 5 is.
1: (laughs) Is it still tedious as hell? It's still pretty
0: tedious, but I'm sort of slowly turning to like it. So I think, you know, Stockholm Syndrome type. Yeah, I was about to say, is it Stockholm Syndrome? I think it it might be. Um, It's... yeah, it's... The story's weird and the characters are either weird dudes or naked ladies it's a bit weird
1: yeah it's kind of like where it's got all these like military guys dressed normally and then there's this woman in a fucking like thong and you're like okay does no one else find this fucking stupid <laughs> but there's
0: very excellent story reasons for it so it makes yes, sense you know, right you
1: know what it is no spoilers <laughs> she breathes through yeah. her skin yeah i regret my words and actions <laughs> i don't know about you the audience <laughs> But anyway, oh, that's. So I wasn't dull. going to
0: dwell on that. I'm just saying, I've been, I've been plodding <laughs> along with that and spending forty. More. I'm up to about fifty hours already, and I think I'm about twenty percent through, according to the title screen. Mm. Oof. I'm on, ep- I'm on mission nineteen or so out of. I think there's about fifty or sixty of them. Oh shit. Um, there's there's a lot, and it has finally moved on to another map because it spent so long on that first map. I was like, is there just this the whole game? Because you do so many missions in the same place. And it's finally moved on to another place. And I was like, mm, OK, fair enough. Maybe it is. And now because I'm 20% through, I was like, OK, that suggests there's going to be another two or three maps at least. OK, maybe they have put a bit of effort into it. it. <laughs> anyway, is it
1: just all desert, though?
0: Uh, no, no, now I'm in Africa and it's rainy and marshy. Oh, cool. Which is interesting. Yeah, no, it's good. It's less frustrating. The The map in the desert, there's lots of like some cliffs that you can climb up and then arbitrary cliffs that you can't. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to get to somewhere, you don't know whether you can climb up and take a shortcut or if you just have to go the fucking really long way around. Most <laughs> of the game is running between mission locations, but at least on the Africa map you can run in a straight line between the two. You don't have to run a long way around. Okay. But anyway, I wasn't going to talk too much about that because I don't have much else to add apart from it's long and it's <laughs> good enough to have tricked me into liking it. Okay, okay. Um, I played another game which I played through to completion because it's only a little short one, which I thought would be quite nice to sort of fill the gaps do you guys know about tacoma rings a bell it was it's by a company i've completely forgotten who they are it's their second game and it was released i think 2017 so it's relatively new by my standards okay um it's a storytelling interactive film not quite walking simulator but that sort of that gives you in the right sort of mindset okay but it's just it's really well done and it's just really nice and satisfying. My my first thought on it is it's about twenty quid in the Steam Steam store, and it's about two and a half hours. So do not Ooh. pay full price for it because it's yeah. not that good. It's good, but it's not. I got it on like seventy five percent off. I think I paid about four quid for it. And I think after I bought it on Steam, I on the Steam you know on the Steam page when you go on your list of games and it shows up some news articles that are related to it. The latest two news articles were both, oh, it's free this weekend in the Humble Store. Oh, it's free this weekend in the Humble (laughs) Store. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's possible to get it for free. But I I don't For good. Four four pounds for like a good... I spent about, yeah, two and a half, three hours playing the main story and then another hour doing it again just to tick all the achievements. Um, Because it was so short, I was like, well, I might as well do it again quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, And yeah, first off, I'd say it's really good. Um, Yeah. It's set on you go up to this. There's it's set in 2088 or so, sometime in the future, and there's big space stations around Earth, and there's space station Tacoma is like the hub point between getting things from Earth to the station, and then forwarding them on to uh, to the moon.
1: So it's kind of like space customs, I guess.
0: Yeah, kinda. Okay, kinda. Do yeah, they have um, duty free? <laughs> and the whole... duty free low sticks. <laughs> It <laughs> could, could be death sticks. <sighs> so this space station, it's got a group of people on it. There's like six people who have been stationed there purely because in the future, AI is basically controlling everything, or it can do. And at some point, there was a law passed that means it needs to have all AIs need to have a human overseer just to help protect jobs. They're sort of forcibly making these jobs
1: just so somebody, like maybe one in like ten thousand people, actually have a fucking job.
0: Well, well, the point is that you've got this one person, but then obviously you need a maintenance department to help support this person, and then you need a medic to help support this person. <laughs> then you end up needing an admin person. So I there's like... like
1: one in five thousand people have a job then. I
0: uh, so. <laughs> Um, so there's six people on this station, purely because there legally has to be at least one. <laughs> um, right. And you get to the station and they're all not there. And you're basically trying to find out what happened. And you're going back and basically it's it's phrased in a way that there's this AR augmented reality system on the ship that's like recording people's movements. And you can watch those recordings. But effect- effectively, you're walking around into different rooms and watching sort of memories of what happened. That recorded either like, you know, a year ago or four months ago, or a lot of which recorded in the last few days. And you're sort of piecing together what happened. And I won't go into any more of the story because it's a storytelling game. I don't want to yeah. Yeah, yeah, reveal yeah. anything that happens. But it's very good. It's Ooh. a really nice story. The characters are very r- well rounded, and you can see some sort of character development, even though within the f- only short time you spend with them, and there's a nice, diverse bunch of people, and a f- like, um, lots of different because like, all the people you don't see them you see their AR like shroud sort of thing you don't see you don't see a picture of them you see like a sort of generic 3D model of a human for each person rather than actually seeing them But then you hear their voices but the model is like different and set for each people and there's a lot of like body diversity in there and then there's various couples that are like same-sex couples and it's very wholesome and nice
1: yeah, like for a lot of different cool.
0: reasons, and the story is is cool. It's really it's really nice, and yeah. you just sort of slowly learn about what's happening, and then yeah, nice. yeah, I, I I approve it. And like I said, I wouldn't spend twenty quid on it or whatever its full retail price is. I'll have to um, wait
1: until it's free on the humble store. But yeah, apparently <laughs> you can get it free
0: on the humble store at various times, or if you get it on offer, it's it's worth a fiver. It's like you know for three or four hours of gameplay.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, guess it's one right. of those
2: things where it's like, you know, your your value proposition of, like, is a good story that doesn't last very long? Yeah, Is that exactly. worth £20 yeah. to you? In which case, then, it's...
0: That's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, for a lot of people, that's going to be a lot of money for a very short game. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, 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 that's fair. That is entirely fair. Um, but if you like the sort of storytelling type things, which, you know, sometimes they, I, I find I really like them. And it's, you know, it's like watching a film. Sometimes the film is good and sometimes it's not apart from a lot of these storytelling ones quite often they have quite a low budget which means they don't actually do that much whereas this one there is a lot to do and it Mm. isn't just a well i mean it is linear but it's not there is interactions and a few sort of there's a lot going on because a lot of the time you see this sort of ar recording memory thing and there's all the six characters around but they're all say all start together and then spread off in different directions so you'll watch it once following some characters and then rewind and watch it again and go off with some different characters and there's different interactions. and Yeah, I definitely recommend it if you're, if you're into the sort of storytelling. And it's by the same people who made, I think it's Gone Home is, the, is their first game. Ah, uh, yes. Which... Apparently is quite popular, but I knew nothing about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's quite well regarded. I've uh, been meaning to play because we do
2: have it. Oh, okay, so my, my to... brother
1: loves Gone Home. Oh,
0: okay, so. it's by those yeah. same people. I possibly could have opened with that, but completely forgot. Um, <laughs> but I, I haven't got I haven't got that one, so I hadn't. And I hadn't really heard much about it either, so I kind of went into it. I couldn't. I didn't even know what sort of game it was i would just seen a few recommendations and it's been on my wish list for a while and i kind of by the time it went on, came on sale i'd forgotten why i put it on the wish list but <laughs> i've still got i've still got a bit of um <clears throat> treating myself voice actor money to spend <laughs> <laughs> so i've been treating myself to games whenever they come on my wish list from that which is quite
3: nice,
1: nice.
0: um but yeah double thumbs up for me really enjoyable Nice. I, okay, it. It. I mean, especially if you can get it for free. I mean, I don't know how often that is, or if it just happens to be the most recent news article on there says it was free at some point, and it won't ever do it again. I don't know. No promises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it may be free. It may be twenty pounds or anywhere in between. <laughs> yes.
1: Let's go and get the any price game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, moving on from games, a bits of um, TV. Yes. Game of Thrones has started after like two years.
1: Oh yeah. You know, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen an episode since we used to watch it like every week with you. Mm,
0: that was series six, was it? Or even five? I can't remember. I don't
1: fucking know. What are we on now? Forty-seven. This is eight. Uh, and
0: it's the sad. last. It's the last series, and there's only going to be like six episodes or something. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Well, I think they yeah. just didn't want to arbitrarily like stretch it out to be a ten-episode season when the story they want to tell isn't that long. Which you know,
1: no, I, h- I hope uh, the new season's good because it is the last one, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is. But I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying nothing just because. <laughs> you know, Did
1: you enjoy? Every,
0: or... Even saying that, some people will interpret it as a spoiler, and I, I don't want some things. I won't be quite as protective over, but. Game of Thrones has a weird spoiler cult around it, and if you even say if you liked it or not, that counts as a spoiler.
1: I mean, I can't believe we just got like 50 downvotes because, you know, we mentioned Game of Thrones has a new season, and people are like, <laughs> fucking
0: spoilers!
2: Spoilers? <laughs> new season's happening? Oh, I wanted to find out organically.
1: Oh, thanks, dicks! <laughs> the
2: episode's good? Oh man, fuck you, oh, why would you spoil that, that, that for me? does
1: verge on spoiler territory. That absolutely does not! Yes. Any, that is the most
2: ridiculous and absurd thing I've
1: ever heard. Have you seen half. like. 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 the lay of the land around Game of Thrones? Yeah. Especially for like. yeah, like mm-hmm. Drama that said. It's like. Oh, do you like the dragons? <gasps> Spoilers! It's like. there's lit. what? No. <laughs> do you like it how this. this character's in it? <gasps> I'm you going see, to kill you.
2: You see, fortunately, because I've not seen a few seasons, um. when things like. I don't know. The M and M's UK brand start doing Game of Thrones references, which I'm pretty sure contain spoilers in them as their like promoted ads. Yeah. Um, then I at least don't understand them because I'm too far <laughs> disconnected from it. So I'm like,
3: yeah. that's
2: really shitty, and you're trying to do a spo- or You're trying to be a cheeky spoiler, but I don't.
1: I know can't what you're take M and ms seriously since they had that kind of weird sex position on the back of the bag. What? Where like there's the red MMM and there's the peanut MMM and like the like the peanut MMM is standing there with its hands around where its wiener would be and it's just pouring a bowl of chocolate out really suggestively and then the red MMM is just like on its knees, like going oh what a beautiful flow of chocolate and it's really pornographic and naughty.
2: The fact that you okay. the entire way through that like, you said mmm
0: is yeah I do I was like is that is if I say are you saying this on purpose? or Am I going to upset you if I mention the fact that you saying mmm?
1: It's just what I call mmm. It's it's a habit that I sometimes forget apparently mmm. Because like yeah I'll be like hmm, what should I get from the store mmm's. <laughs> I was, just think it sounds better than M M M, M-, M-, and, M- and M's.
2: That you've completely broken Fuck. yourself, guy. You can't say it properly anymore. No,
1: let's move on from the pornographic M. <laughs> okay, okay, moving
0: on from um, i Oh, oh, oh I, we watched a couple more episodes of the um, Love Robots Netflix thing. Oh, okay. um, Love Robots Netflix. The, yeah. the Yoga episode is everything.
1: Yoga, yeah, it's amazing. And
0: it's called Love, Death, Robots. It's not that hard to remember. (laughs) Oh, uh, do you want to know my really... Because people were a bit upset that we were digging into things. And we said say we were enjoying it. It just has issues. But do you want to know my really nitpicky fault I have with this series as a whole? Yeah, nitpicky. The most thing that annoys me the absolute most is that at the very start, it shows the intro, the title sequence. And then it shows the title sequence again for each episode. Like the little, you know, the three things coming down and then rotating around. And it really annoys me that they don't just incorporate that into the main title sequence. It's just like, (laughs) I don't know why, but every time it's like, okay, title sequence. Oh, there's another fucking title. And it's only an extra like three seconds. But it just really annoys me for some reason.
1: Yeah. Now get this, listeners. That. (laughs) Right there means that if you like it, if you like Love Death Robots, Drummer Matt thinks you're fucking garbage as a human being. Because that's what just having some criticisms about media means. It means that if you like it and someone else doesn't, it is an active and direct attack on your person. Just just so we're all on the same page. That I, is I'm absolutely just kind
2: of, how we interpret that's,
1: things. that's what I've been absorbing from the internet at large. Whereas like say I'm like, I like peanut MMs and someone's <laughs> like, I prefer Skittles, then I have to kill that person. Because they've challenged me on like an emotional, nay, a spiritual <laughs> level. And that person needs to fucking die.
2: Um, to be honest with the intro thing, I never noticed that because uh, Netflix just automatically skipped the intro every single time. Mm-hmm. So. Really?
1: Mainly because I pressed skip oh,
2: okay. intro. I say, did you press the skip intro button? Yeah, like it would straight up boot up into the, just the title sequence, into the, the little title bit. I think it's because we watched it all in one sitting. So, okay, yeah. the, so it played on like the first episode, but after that it just missed that section out, so it just yeah. came up with a little title card thing each time. So okay, okay. I, well. I thought that was the intro for most of the episodes. Yeah.
1: Also, how much, how much does Yogurt, the story, feel like it should have been narrated by David Mitchell?
0: Yeah, that would have worked.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. that's just his. That's just his forte. I mean, the narrative they got for it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, they, were, was... they were very good, but I'm just saying, that like, it just feels like that kind of. That's his jam. Yogurt. That's his yogurt jam. Ugh, yogurt. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Terrible. But yeah, um, you've seen yogurt, and what's
0: the other yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember which other one we watched. The, the next one or two after that, and just, <laughs> I can't remember. Um <laughs> Yoghurt is by far the best so far. It's, it's, it's pretty It's fun. amazing. And I love that it just kind of stops. And it's just like, okay, cool. That was the episode. It's just a thing that yeah. happens. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. No, that is, um, that is quite a fun one. I want to come back to something I mentioned a couple of episodes ago. Right. So I mentioned at that point, I'd only seen the first three episodes, three or four episodes, I think, of um, a series of unfortunate events. Yes. I don't think three episodes in, I quite re- realised quite how fantastic it is. <laughs> honestly, I think I've suggested people to watch it, but now I really, I wholeheartedly, if you don't watch it, I'll be a little bit upset. It's that good. Okay, you will be personally offended. Very, very excellent, Telly. It's very silly, and it's very like I said last time. It is obviously for kids, but once you get into its little mindset of just being a bit silly and weird, it's it's just glorious. We genuinely get excited to watch the next episode of <laughs> it. Nerds. Yeah. Really, really it's just it is fantastic telly um in 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 series two nathan phillian appears in it but that's not entirely related to why i wanted to come back to it oh just, well i guess just i gotta nice, get me watching it's just a nice side bonus um but yeah it's just very very excellent tv and i wholeheartedly i don't think i i didn't have much more to say about it apart from i don't think i sold i praised it quite enough last time <laughs> oh dude um so i i wholeheartedly suggest that everyone listening and you two watch it Maybe. or at least give it a try because it's very very good
1: i'll get round to it eventually yeah you know uh, what
0: i'm like very last thing i've just there's a second series of sabrina has been out on um, netflix which i've yeah. been I'm like halfway through approximately
3: yeah and
0: it's it's yeah in the same sense of it's obviously for children it's a bit silly it's fine i mean there's a lot of nice messages from it But the story is stupid. (laughs) I'm enjoying it, but it's a very... It's different. Lemony Snicket is excellent silly, whereas this is kind of just silly, silly. Mm
1: -hmm. It's a
0: different... I don't know. The word silly is losing all meaning at this point. Um, But it's... Yeah, it's not the best story. But there's a lot of good messages going on in the background.
1: Okay. Yeah, Um, no, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I I don't like it, but it's not really for me. I thought you
0: watched the first series and thought it was alright.
1: I mean honestly it was fine. I like I'm honest I'd probably never watch it again. But like I say, it's like it it's not for me, so I mean I hope like it feels like like YA kind of viewers would enjoy it. And it again is aimed at them and it's mm, better yeah. than Riverdale, which is like <laughs> Hey, do a sexy strip tease at the age of sixteen in front of a bar full of like 30, 50-year-old men, your mother, and your boyfriend. That's a good... What? I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that. I'm still so fucking shook by Riverdale
2: has issues.
1: Oh, thoroughly, yeah. But yeah, eh, I, I just... It keeps showing me pictures of Sabrina with white hair and horns, and I'm like, "Stop trying to lure me in cool aesthetics.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I, I I didn't realize that there was a new series of it. I just thought because nowhere I'd never seen anywhere that said there was a new series. It just oh, a handful
0: of people are talking about Sabrina again. Okay, I guess whatever. <laughs> there was a um, Christmas special as well, actually, over oh, okay. over Christmas, which they I didn't see anywhere, and then it was about. I think it was, like, early March, and I just no- I just happened to notice. And I was like, oh, this was a thing. Possibly could have told me about this at a time that was slightly more relevant to watch it, but fine. To
1: be fair, I did watch the Aggretsuko Christmas uh, special in, like, June. Yeah, yeah,
0: us, us, us <laughs> two. Oh, Aggretsuko.
1: It's so cute.
0: It's so good. And um, like,
1: I'm like, oh, yeah, Sabrina's obviously not for my age group. And then I'm like, Aggressico! <laughs> <laughs> In my yeah. defense, a it, is fucking phenomenal. It is, and
0: it, it, it bonds people. Ruth met someone at work the other day who was wearing like a you know, Gretsuko like t-shirt or something, and she was just like, "Okay, we can be friends forever." <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> you're obviously a good, a good person.
1: <laughs> it it's good. It's
3: good.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's 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 me done, which Okey is dokey. a relatively long list of things for me. Yeah, yeah considering us spent on you. the last most of every day playing Metal Gear Solid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it like basically like become a full-time job now so you do yeah, like eight basically. hours a day <laughs> yes, it's got to
2: get down to the, the mgs5 mines
1: <laughs> and <laughs> dig up that delicious storyline
0: well i mean it's no, no i'm not playing it you don't play it for the storyline do you really
1: i mean yes you you do play metal gear solid games for the story but it's
0: basically incomprehensible
1: yeah yeah, it is, but you know what? It's like it's like being a comic book fan. You just got to fucking deal with it because life is pain, and apparently you're inviting more pain for some reason. So fucking get good.
2: Vague incomprehensibility is just part of the MGS like aesthetic.
1: Especially because oh, sorry.
0: No, no, you go, you
1: go. Especially because in between games, Kojima would just decide things were different. <laughs> And then, like, like from like in, in Metal Gear Solid, it was like at the end there's a big hole. Oh, big Boss is my dad, and I, I killed him with my own bare hands. And this is like referencing the old Metal Gear games. And it's like I, you know, I killed him with my bare hands because he wanted it, and and he, you know, he was my dad and everything. And it's like that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all, Kojima. Why are you suddenly <laughs> pulling out a Darth Vader fucking moment and being like Big Boss is like I'm your daddy man. And kill me, I guess, with your bare hands. Beat me off, boy. Localization required. Let's just say <laughs> there's
2: been uh, more retcons in MGS than like
0: 40k.
3: Yeah, really. Well, okay, yeah. maybe not.
1: But... I mean, there's
0: retcons within the game because, like, in one of the missions, you re- you rescue Hideo, like you rescue him, or yeah, with his like glasses and everything, and it obviously slows down to slow motion on his zooming on his face. And then one of the mission, one of the side missions you get given on later on is just to go and rescue him from the same place, and you're like. How did you get back here? Like, why are you being captured by the same Oh, people? you just
2: can't stop Hideo. He just... He scurries in. He gets under the floorboards.
1: You <laughs> it's know. Like, it's, like, totally true. Like, if I could speak Japanese properly, I would tell a totally true story about Hideo Kojima. <laughs> about how we went to Toys R Us. <laughs> and he got into he the vents. got into the vents. <laughs> and then he... St- he started screaming in Japanese that we will regret our words and actions as he was drawing pubic hair on all the Barbie dolls. And we were like, okay, Hideo, this is obviously something you need to work through. He and ne- he was he responsible never really for
2: the closure of the Japanese branch of Toys R Us, which may or may not have existed at some point.
1: Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> also, like, fuck, he put himself in his own game.
0: Multiple times.
1: Like, that's... Oh, dude! Yeah. It's, like, it's not even like in MGS1 where it was like you would take photos of certain areas and there'd be like ghosts in them. Where it was like staff members which was super cool. Staff and ghosts. honestly kind of frightening for me as like a complete wuss as a child. But like that's fine. Yeah, as a child. Fuck you dude. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm tough and brave. <clears throat> but like putting himself in the game and like being like Oh, Snake! Come and rescue me, <laughs> which is like—I mean, everyone would want to be rescued by Snake. Let's be honest; he's a big, sexy daddy man. He, yes, I just—I think everybody wants him to just lift them up in his big, strong arms. Maybe not—not MGS Five Big Boss because he's a bit of a fucking war criminal in the bad kind <laughs> of horrible way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: A bit of a war crime. A bit of just a, war
1: a bit. Cri- Can you imagine his Tinder profile? Like, maybe like in trouble for some war crimes. Has
2: done. <laughs> ha- uh, has maybe done war crimes.
1: Not interested in kids. <laughs> I mean, not like sexually. I mean, he doesn't want to have kids. That's the yeah that's the yeah. Joke. I- yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I know someone's gonna be a dirty motherfucker in the fucking yeah. comments, and I can't be asked for that shit. Uh,
2: so since Matt's finished and we've got to the uh, the nadir of the Metal Gear Solid conversation, <laughs> uh, yeah. do you want to start telling us what you've been doing, Snipe? No. Okay.
1: Okay, I guess I will. Okay. Are you interested?
2: I mean, I wasn't gonna force you, but
1: are you interested though? I'm interested. Yeah, relatively interested. Relatively, yeah. Could I, could I perhaps do anything to invest you more in my personal story?
2: Well, I mean, maybe if you tell me what you're going to talk about, then you know, maybe I might get a bit more excited mm. and link okay. it to like bad seventies um, sci-fi. Sci-fi. Okay. Oh, that that would totally sell it for me. Absolutely. So,
1: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm listening. You are also fully erect. Well, yes, but that
2: was for other reasons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask what?
2: No, you may not.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: It's the bees again. Oh. <laughs> In case you didn't know, Pornhub did a thing for like bee conservation and they made a bunch of quote-unquote bee pornography. I thought I should just Pornobra mention that. Pornography. Since it's been mentioned <laughs> a few times and... I imagine in the future it would make this episode even more incomprehensible when you sit there going, why are they talking about bee pornography?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to listen to our podcast and go, that's really weird, why were they talking about bee pornography? When we literally have a title of spitting raw eggs into each other's mouths and people were like, yeah, that's kind of on brand. (laughs) So I think B pornography is fairly low down on the worry scale. I mean, I know,
2: I know. It's basically impossible for us to disappoint anyone like anymore because we've already set their like bar so low.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been. I played a new game. (laughs) Did you now? To me. To you. To me. To you. To you. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> that was a Chuckle Brothers reference for it, anyone was, who... yes. it was Unfortunately they don't have any pornography out there But maybe one day I remain hopeful yeah. uh, I've been playing The Order 1886 Ooh, Which a, a lot of people Have very negative views on um, It's supposed to be very short um, not... It was
2: like a PS4 release title wasn't PS4 it?
1: release title Looks fucking gorgeous Absolutely beautiful Even now? It still looks very good. Okay. Um, a lot of like facial, is like micro expressions that it does quite well, um, especially like for a PS4 release title, it's quite quite mm. impressive. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to get to that in a moment. But uh, yeah, a lot of people very cranky about it because it came out and apparently like, th- these are other people's words, I haven't completed it yet, mm. but apparently just as it's getting good, it ends with like a really big sequel hook and obviously it's never getting a sequel
2: <laughs> because people didn't like it very much
1: yeah so i've kind of just decided to nail myself inside this coffin and bury myself ah. <laughs> um i don't know i'd like i don't feel like particularly bad about this game uh I've, I've always had like a morbid curiosity going in i appreciate that a lot of people see a lot of flaws in it but i don't know i'd, I'd like to try it myself and make my own decisions and so far, I'm actually quite enjoying it. Okay. Um, it's set in like an anachronistic kind of London, 1886, shock horror, mm. um, where you've got like guns. I would love it if it was set in like 1892 or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's set in like 1884. Yeah. No. Just to really fuck with everything. But yes, it's a pretty anachronistic, and you are a knight. Of the round table, because, of course you are. Well, you play as Galahad, do you? play you? as Galahad, which is kind of weird, because with some people's accents in there, it sounds like Galahal, which is my D&D character's last name. Yeah. <laughs> which is not a coincidence, because literally I got the idea for Nathan's surname from this game. Ah, because yeah. I was like, oh, the main character's called, like, his, his code name is Galahad. I'm like, that's a cool name, but that's really on the nose for a and d character. Mm. What's the Germanic version? And ta-da! <laughs> it sounds similar, but it also isn't Galahad, because that'd be really bad. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it starts off, like, on the, uh, the 20th day of November. <laughs> and you're being horribly tortured.
2: Well, because you're playing The Order
1: 1886? <laughs> no, because you're... <laughs> have, did you plan that
0: joke in advance?
1: I think he must have done I did, I did no not, way. I did not. Yeah, fucking bullshit. <laughs> and straight off the bat, it's absolutely beautiful. Mm. It's just such a good-looking game. Albeit that's not the main reason I like it, but it it does help, and it does give me, like, there's a couple of moments, like when you're running around the rooftops of London, where I literally just stood on a rooftop, because you're in like the middle of Whitechapel, and you can peer out, and it's just a row of terrace houses, and I'm like, Jesus... This is really English, <laughs> and <laughs> everything's filthy and broken. <laughs>
2: That's <a> ve- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not actually 1886; it's, like, it's 2021. like 2021. It's just post-Brexit. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's
1: literally post-Brexit. This, no, this is this is five weeks into the porn ban, <laughs> which they're apparently pushing for in July. So, everyone, get angry about it and tell everyone that you don't want to have ID and basically have all your details sold. To a private company, so that you can look at pornography from that very same private company. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it was like it's it does has this really good kind of look to it where it's like yeah, it looks like London because everything's a bit shit, everyone's Mm. a bit scraggly and a bit dirty.
2: It's I always find it really surreal when a game does Britain well because I'm so used to seeing like attempts. At Britain looks subtly wrong. Like, yeah. they'll try and do it, but it's always too flashy. Or it's t- too clean. Too, <laughs> too clean or too, like, Americanised. Well, no, I mean, like, like no, I'm not saying no, that no, in no, like a, no. a negative end, but just obviously, like...
1: In the way that, like, American streets are, tend to be incredibly wide yeah, because, yeah. you know... Like, it was built a hell of a lot later than a lot of English places. Yeah,
2: um, which is why I found things like um, the little touches in uh, DMC5, which is yeah. in faux London, yeah. uh, to be quite fun. Because that that there's, like, bits and pieces where you go, wow, that actually really nails, like, the kind of feeling of London pretty yeah. well.
1: Well, I mean, like, they do have a lot of... Because, um, like, I'd say a lot of English architecture or the look of English cities, especially older ones like London, is old shit being very thinly covered by cheap new shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, like... You know how, like. I
2: want to defend defend my country, but I can't because that's no, very accurate. Because it's
1: not worth it. <laughs> oh,
2: also, really expensive, big shit. Really expensive, uh, well. ugly, big shit. Yeah.
1: But the thing is, this is all like. They, so they have the old cathedrals and, like, they have the, mm. the, the big fancy kind of buildings and stuff like that. So before, like, brutalist architecture and all that kind of garbage came in.
2: I don't mind brutalist stuff, honestly.
1: It's just miserable to look at.
2: Yeah, it is miserable, but I'm British, so, you know, yeah, I have yeah. a desire to be made miserable
1: i mean it's congrats yeah <laughs> um but no it's like that kind of thing where like everything's kind of they just build on top of the older stuff like you know and like in older towns you, like the the pavement has kind of worn in and it's showing the cobblestones beneath it they just slapped a bunch of concrete on top of yeah like stuff like it's it's like not saying that that's present in 1886 but like it's, all the cobblestone is there, like, the shitty, like, um, tiled roofs, all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's, like, there's smog, you know, it's still, you got got good distance, it doesn't have, like, proper smog because, you know, automobiles weren't particularly everywhere Mm. at that point. And, yeah, like, it's kind of interesting, because you do go through, like I say, you go through Whitechapel, and, like, you're this fancy, prim and proper dressed kind of guy, and it just looks like you're wasting a fortune just kind of existing. It's like you you being present in this street, what you're wearing and the oil you use to curl your mustache would literally renovate this entire fucking area. <laughs> but then again, you're, you're, you're a knight and you're supposed to be very fancy. But yeah, it starts off, you're being tortured, you escape. Um, a lot of kind of watch your character do things, occasionally press the triangle button. Mm. kind of thing which i feel it could be a lot more involved but yeah uh, it's kind it, of modern it, video games it's so. kind of modern video games and like you know it is it is the start so it kind of is tutorializing everything and it introduces you to in, in a fantastic way it introduces you to a, uh, a supernatural element so you get out and people are looking for you so it teaches you the cover changing mechanic And then suddenly everyone stops looking for you and starts screaming and being attacked by this spooky thing in the shadows that you can't see. And so, you know, you move along and whatnot. And then you get to the roof and there's a bunch of people going, oh, Galahad, you know, you've got nowhere else to go. And he's like, okay, and then throws himself off the building. And then it's like, oh, yeah, like eight days prior and, you know, you're playing as Galahad having a nice time. And you're like, well, I really want to know what the fuck's happening here and I usually don't like that kind of storytelling. But I think this was subtle enough and I don't honestly know what could possibly happen that it's actually pretty cool because he's obviously not dead. Mm. But yeah, um and there's like a character in there called Isabeau who is Isabeau. Isabeau. Huh. As in beau as in B E A U. Okay um and also her brother has the exact same name as my brother spelling and all oh okay so i'm like because uh, my brother has an unusual name <laughs> well it's not very common yeah but, uh, yeah his name is uh trixie no <laughs> when i just saw that and i was like oh that's uh, that's cool but yeah like you kind of there's, there's a lot of bureaucracy there's a lot of politics kind of involved because
2: that. Get these politics out of our video games.
1: Oh, yeah, because nothing is political ever. Even Solitaire is political because it literally just fellatios the monarchy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally. Literally fellatios the monarchy.
1: It literally sucks the dick of the monarchy. That's why I hate yeah. Solitaire and I'll never Anyway, the order. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, you see that there's a bunch of other knights and a lot of them have, like, cool code names like Sir. Percival that's yes, okay and like things like that and like this, uh, this Lafayette who is the freshman <laughs> and the thing is I, this is like a it's not a huge problem but I have a, a kind of a like a uh, where the French guy is a fucking horn dog and it's always hitting on Mademoiselles, and it's Come on, like, they, they, uh-huh. they can't
2: be expected to have more than one original idea.
1: <laughs> it's like a part you got to recycle.
2: You got to recycle your character traits from Looney Tunes.
1: There is a really <laughs> funny part where, like, you go into a brothel. There's like, there's two really funny parts where, and Lafayette's like, "Let me do the talking," and you're like. You were going to anyway, so he goes in and starts chatting it up with some um, prostitutes, and they're like, Oh, a Frenchman. And he's like, How did you know? Was it my nose? And she's like, Yeah, but it's a big nose, you know what they say about men with big noses, and he's like, No, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Okay, that, that's kind of funny, but then you get upstairs to because you're being chased and you hide in a room that's being occupied right. by a couple, okay. and there's just a woman bouncing up and down on this guy with one of her boobs out, and she just kind of stops as you get in there, and she goes, "Oh hello," and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> she literally is like bouncing up and down. She's, "Oh hello," and then the guy's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> fucking hysterical I don't, it's just the way she was just so beautifully british in that yeah. moment of just if she'd have stopped for like a little bit longer if the guy hadn't pushed her off to like get a gun she probably would have offered me a cup of tea <laughs> it was so fucking great <laughs> but yeah oh also this game changed my life right i now know how to pronounce grosvenor oh good i've never, I never knew how to pronounce it before I uh, called it Venor <laughs> or Grovenner it's so like I was i don't know how to I, I was just too afraid to ask because you know coming from a country that has names that aren't stupid and are easy to pronounce
0: um i've looked I've seen some Australian town names before I don't think not stupid quite covers some of them
1: yeah I'd like they're all phonetic and awesome though so shut yeah, up they are great like fucking luff. Bruh. Fucking Lugabaruga over Luger there.
0: Lugabaruga?
1: Fucking Lugabaruga and fucking... What is
2: weird about Ashby de la Zouche?
1: Okay, what is right with Ashby... <laughs> uh, fucking whatever you said. Ashby de Zoosh.
0: Or Worcestershire.
1: What you said, yeah.
0: <laughs> is the name that goes on forever. Okay, it's like
1: Bananas. It goes on forever.
0: Or Chestershire.
1: Or Scunthorpe.
2: Yeah, good old Skuntthorpe.
1: Skuntthorpe sounds like it's from the Discworld, and it's twinned with the town of Scroat. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) It's awful. Terrible name. I mean,
2: certainly speaking, it's Skuntthorpe.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, aesthetically, this game is beautiful. The voice acting is fantastic. Um, The story seems quite deep, and I'm honestly kind of, literally, the whole time I'm sitting there playing it, going, just enjoy it for the time you're spending with it, and try not to remember that even if, like... If I if I finish the game and I still feel as positive as I do, that I'll never see a continuation, <laughs> which is kind of upsetting. But like, yeah, uh, another big problem I'm having, which is definitely just unique to me, is the <laughs> combat. It's a third person shooter, and it's on console. I can't fucking do that. I literally had to rage quit last night because. It was in this fucking area that just kept sending waves of enemies at you. And it takes me six shots to kill, like, one person because five of them I'm missing.
2: Yeah. And it's cause...
1: really frustrating. It's, again, this is not a fault of the game. It's a fault of me not ever playing third-person shooters yeah, on consoles because like, I hate playing it.
2: You've You've never really had any experience with playing, like... FPS or third-person shooters on a console, I mean, I used to play a, console, a lot of,
1: a lot of um, Metal Gear and stuff, but that was fucking years ago. And, and that's uh, different. It's it's more kind of, oh, you, like especially in MGS2, you hold down on the square button very gently and then you can fire. It's kind of a weird... auto-aims me- a bit.
2: It's a weird methodical It's really, of, yeah. yeah. it's not really like a modern third-person no, shooter it's, style. it's not at all. And like, I'd probably get on better with it because I, I, I at least have a history of playing like fucking time splitters and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, so like, I'm used to it. Even though I vastly prefer shooters on PC.
1: Yeah, um, no, no, that's that's the thing. But I mean, like that again, that's not a weakness of the game. That's a weakness of me playing it. So you know, I don't feel bad for it for that. But like, there's so many cool little hints at stories. Like the lady, like is, Isabel, she, when when you're like with her, she gets she takes a, she takes a bullet in the shoulder. And she's like, "You're taking cover," and she's like, "I'll be fine." And then she has she pulls out this like little potion, and and I'm like, "What the fuck's in that? What's in that potion?" Gin. No, no, like seriously though, it's like okay, so they have hinted at like magical elements. There are werewolves in it, which is probably why I like it so much. There we go. Shut up. (laughs) And um, like there's hints like during the round table meeting you have with the old dude. I can't remember his name. And it was like like lafayette so he's kind of like the audience proxy because he's relatively new so he leans over and he's like oh um is that is that so and so is it true that he served with arthur and his knights and like and yeah Galahad's has like well that's what the stories say so it's like okay so like it's hinted at these people are like maybe a hundred or so years old so but but they are very obviously human so it's like so they have like a potion or something? Like, I don't know. It's like little bits like that which are just like very casually mentioned. They're not like dropped in front of people going, Oh yeah, it's very naturally brought yeah. up. It's um, um
2: it's really sounding like this is one of those games that um I'm gonna be so upset by <laughs> <laughs> um that it's a game that you now playing it with your expectations set very like realistically because you know about its flaws. And the fact that you only paid £6 for it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: That's another thing. Don't pay, like, full price.
2: <laughs> I don't think you'll find it for full price anywhere anymore.
1: I only got it for, like, 6 quid because, like, the cover had obviously been in, like, submerged in water <laughs> for, like, ten days. I
2: mean, yeah, it does, it does
1: kind of look like it had flood damage, yes. <laughs> Which actually fits in quite well to the beginning of the game. But yeah, overall I'd say I am actually really enjoying it and I can't wait to get my heart broken when there's nothing there. Also, <laughs> they really missed a trick because it does have werewolves in it.
3: Right. Okay.
1: Where the there's the French guy and because like like Lafayette is his code name. Yeah. Right. His real name seems to be Marquis.
0: I was really hoping his name would be like Barry or I
1: was really hoping his name was <laughs> Garnier. Now, there's a very important reason for this. I'm not just talking about... Does he have hair? Yes! But that's not the point I'm making. So, Garnier, to werewolf enthusiasts, is a big fucking deal. So, there were multiple cases of lycanthropy throughout Europe in, like, around, like, the fucking 1700s and shit... And like, you know, the early days when When, they were still like hanging people for witchcraft and shit.
2: When they were like, oh yeah, you can totally be, you can totally be like diagnosed with lycanthropy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which actually, originally lycanthropy was a mental disorder where you thought you were a werewolf. Whereas now it's been kind of changed into like just a a cool word for werewolf. Yeah. Which is a bit annoying, but hey, language evolves. And... There was, like, multiple cases. There was, like... I think it was a family of werewolves they referred to it as. Which were all had the surname Garnier. And then, like, years and years and years before that, there was a homeless guy called Garnier. Who basically just went and killed, like, a young boy with his bare hands. And then declared that he was a werewolf. And that, like, you know, he'd become a werewolf and all this kind of stuff because of that. And I'm like... Why didn't... they? they oh, that, that would have been such a cool reference.
2: Yeah, I mean, I suppose if the guy's not got anything to do with werewolves like himself, then
1: I mean, as far as I'm aware, he just shoots them and kills them. Yeah. But it's still like uh, they should probably cool. call
2: one of the werewolves if they, if they yeah, ever get a name yeah. or a character. To name I
1: haven't, I haven't really encountered them and spoken to them. I've seen one transform, which was Ooh. fine. They're very kind of like, um... Uh, like, you know, remember Underworld where they had like the weird kind of like fleshy. I...
3: Like,
1: they're not really like super wolfy, but they're not really human at the same time. So they do have a muzzle. I'll be honest, I've, short ears. I've not
2: seen more than about five minutes of any of the Underworld movies and I know there's about
0: 25 of them. Yeah. There's there's a few, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, and they get worse and worse as they go on, much yeah. like the as Resident a, te- a
0: teenage As a teenager, I really enjoyed the first I few. Wonder really? <laughs> I
1: wonder why. I wonder why, Is it because of the sexy werewolf men's?
0: I mean... Possibly, probably, well, maybe not so much at the time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, I get
1: you, I get you, but no. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm probably going to finish that before. I will finish that before the next podcast. So I'll tell everyone about my feelings about okay. the entire experience. But yeah. for now, I'm feeling pretty pretty positive. Cool. I'm still still set the bar very low, but <laughs> yeah. that's kind of helped me enjoy it. So, mm. speaking about finishing games. I finished Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, yes, because you've, uh, nice. uh,
2: you've talked about it a fair bit on the podcast previously, I have, I have. but uh, you hadn't finished it.
1: No, like, I was like a few hours away. Did you rush off was... after
0: the last recording to finish it?
1: Yes. No, Good. I needed to actually, I, I, I couldn't actually play it for a couple of days because I had to do editing oh, of no. the podcast because it was big and long and scary, so.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, um, I did finish it, and I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, there was some fucking revelations. Okay. And I posted about it on Twitter because I feel like I was very negative about, um, a couple of elements about it the last podcast, which is hands up. That's my fucking fault for being, you know, I don't know. I, it was a mood I was in, whatever. I'm not going to excuse it. I messed up. Like I don't know. So I I think
2: when you've talked about something and you've been so explicit about how much you love it over and over yeah, again like, you right. can have a conversation where you only talk about the negative things and that's not really inherently that bad. It does
1: it does feel kind of like I was being a little bit dishonest because I didn't I didn't balance out my argument with more positive stuff It It, it feels weird
2: I get you but like you've been like Overwhelmingly positive about the game Basically every other time you've talked about it So like I I don't I didn't think
1: about it as like you know one of many conversations Yeah
2: like I, I would understand If you know for the terms of like in a podcast because not everyone's going to have seen every episode. Mm, yeah. Well we listen to every episode. That's how podcasts work, right? You listen to them, you don't watch them.
1: I mean, <laughs> you could, but it would be I mean... pretty boring, but then I'm not going to judge anyone. But yeah, no. Um I I actually tweeted about it now after I finished it and I was just fucking gobsmacked. I was like this has had such a profound effect on me. It. It's been a very long time since I think, that as the kids say, I was shook.
2: You were shook.
1: I was shook. I was just like, fucking... I watched the credits, just like, wow. <laughs> There's like, fucking 80,000 Kickstarter backers who also <laughs> listen the credits. I watched <laughs> all of those. You know, you do that thing where you pick out someone's name and you go, that's a really cool name, I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> I I I
2: always think... I always find it's a good sign of a game
1: when... You just sit there wide-eyed staring at the credits as it Yeah, when
2: you watch the whole credits. Just because, like, it it Like, I I personally feel like... um, When you've gone through, like, a really good, like, game or something, sitting there and having the credits play with, like, the music going, like, is a good way of kind of decompressing, of having that music Mm. kind of, like, lead you out of that headspace. It's,
1: it's in exercising terms, it's a cool down. Yeah,
2: it's like a cool down. Uh, (laughs) And I always, and I won't necessarily do that on a game I don't really give a fuck about, but, like, something i really enjoyed and was really into, like... I always I, I mean, it's it's sort feel of fact you kind of feel like you almost owe it to see the yeah, people's names no, who it. Yeah, no, I completely
1: you know? believe that. But also, it's a, it's a weirdly cathartic experience, if I'm using that word correctly, where you kind of sit there and you, it's like, it's the whole kind of, I've beat the big bad, I've become, like, I'm feeling a little bit emotionally exhausted because there's a lot of stuff that went on and I was incredibly invested in it. And that's wrapped up now, and now I can just fucking watch this and it's over and it's almost like a bittersweet thing where you're like I'm glad it's over because yeah, I, guess it's I more... finished it but I'm also sad because I loved it yeah I guess it, it's more of a sort of melancholic kind of thing that's, that's not really cathartic no, no I'm, I'm, I, I am bad at word mouth <laughs> but yeah there's like there's a really cool touch that I loved on the end after just before the credits where it tells you what happens to every party member that you took with you. And a bunch of NPCs you encountered along the way. So
2: it's basically like at the end of like an old comedy movie where it would say, <laughs> Oh, this character went on to become... A, a duck farmer. A duck farmer, you know, all that. And then kind of-
1: realised that he'd put all the ducks in the piranha pond. That's actually a news story, by the way.
0: <laughs> that was more someone put piranhas in the duck pond, but yes.
1: No, but yeah, no, dude, there was literally a fucking a news article
3: that's, <laughs> yeah. that was
1: titled Deadly Piranhas Found in Lake in Doncaster After Ducks Mysteriously Vanish, yeah. Save Reports. And I was like, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that's really funny. <laughs> but yeah. And it's like, there's little things where it's not just main NPCs, like, you know, the big, like, the big impressive people you meet. Like, oh, this this big fancy person from this organization went on to do this. It was like, there's an NPC in Driftwood, which is the second area you get to, who's standing there looking forlornly at this fucking, at the sea, He's going, "Uh," and you talk to him and he's like, oh, I lost my wedding ring, didn't I? And he's like complaining about how his, his wife's going to kill him and how, like he's basically talking about how they have kind of a shitty relationship and, and he's lost a bunch of weight because I can't, because her cooking's bad or something. I can't remember. And you're like, okay, and then you just go and pick it out of the water and then you get attacked by void Woken, which are like the the standard enemies in the game and then you kill them and then like you go find him and he's like, oh yeah like you can you can choose to just give him the ring back like I'm playing through on my I'm like 15 20 hours in on my second playthrough <laughs> already because <laughs> I'm enjoying it so much and I'm playing as a lizard and they're kind of they're just, they're like dragonborn kind of and okay. the way that they're fucking huge, they can breathe fire. Mm. Uh, but have... about
2: this ring, we want to know about this ring. I know, I'm, I'm
1: saying... <laughs> We're
2: invested. <laughs>
1: okay, fine. You give it him back, and he's like, oh, thank you so much, and then fucks off. Now, with my elf, he was like, thank you so much, okay, bye, and I was like, yeah, fine, you can just have your ring. But I was like, um, <clears throat> payment? And he was like, oh, yeah, I guess i got to pay you for risking your life for my fucking jewellery or whatever. And then at the end of the game, it's like, Oh, this person um, like split from his wife uh, <laughs> because because they had an abusive relationship, and um, as a show of good faith, he gave her back her uh, her her wedding ring, and, and she then promptly threw it back in the sea. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. There's like little bits like that. was like there's there's like a guy you meet who has has a bunch of stuff to do with like demonology and it's like this person gave up demonology and went and started an antique store that promptly burned down with him in it and it's like oh okay (laughs) Um. there's some serious ones as well like oh like uh, I I had Ifan um, Beast and shit who else Ifan Beast and Thingy Losa in my party and it's like oh uh, this half like Losa went and does the, it basically kind of goes after this your party members went on and did this and it's re- and it was really really heartwarming because I was like yeah that's really cute mm-hmm. and also whatever Ifan's doing my character's with them because they're like a total couple <laughs> which is kind of fun
2: so would you uh, would you recommend Divinity Original Sin 2 I say, knowing the answer.
1: No, it's terrible though. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yes, I would. <laughs> I would. It's 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 good. Like I'm going through the second time, and there's loads of new things that I haven't noticed. Like there's a weird fire bug reptile thingy that every time I've gotten to that before, because I it's you you know you'll make a few characters get so far and then go. Eh. Oh yeah. yeah. Like uh, I've gone for a cast. I've gone for a conjurer. Mainly because they can carry shields. I mean, every class can carry shields if you have the constitution for it. But, like, they could start off carrying shields. So I was like, that's my physical armor problem, sorted, that I have with casters. So I'm actually quite enjoying that. And, like, because I'm a lizard and I have the Scholar, like, like character tag, it'll speak to me. Because it speaks in the old lizard tongue. Yeah. Oh, and I'm cool. just like, oh dang! Like you can, because I also have Pet Pal, which means you can talk to animals. So I'm like, oh dang! You can speak the old, the ancient tongue of the lizards. And he's like, yes, yes, quite. My master taught me. What a nice boy. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, sure, okay. And you like, like learning little bits. And like, if you, I have a different party now. I still got Iffin with me because I think he's a cool character. But I've got like the Red Prince and Fane. <laughs> Fane is just constantly like belittling me for being he's a skeleton he's right? a skeleton he's a skeleton boy. Yeah.
2: he's a skeleton warrior
1: he yeah he has a honestly like he has a hood on because you need to keep if you're undead yeah. you need to keep the hood up so you know you're keeping the masquerade intact eh? yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and like it's literally just like he's got a hoodie on but you can still see his bony fucking face and everyone's like ah that's bony Jim ah it's a magical hoodie it's fine it's a magical hoodie it's fine but yeah and it's it's nice to see all the different things that... Mm. I like. I feel that my character, now I'm playing her as she does not give a fuck. She's very <laughs> kind of, Oh, you did this. I'm going to kill you. Because what you did was wrong. So I'm just going to fucking murder you. That's fine. Whereas like my previous character, which I will be running in uh, Ash's D&D campaign, <laughs> is a lot less brutal. <laughs> but then I guess that fits for a wizard. Yeah. But yeah, no... um, Again, going through it, very fun. Can recommend, very good. Ah, Uh, fantastic. (laughs) Yes. Nice. So, that's me done. Wibble it. Tell us what you've been doing, just a little bit. Um...
2: (laughs) A few bits of things. um, Aside from uh, lots of work on the next Codex Compliant, because fucking hell, the writing of that is taking forever. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Um... It's, it's just a big. really unwieldy and large episode. I'm hoping... the, You are. Uh, because it's the 10th episode. You are Matt not...
1: isn't helping. He's moral support, but so then. Um,
2: but yeah, because it's like the 10th episode, it's a big one. And since the last one was a big one as well, and we got sick. Everything it's, is terrible. Ah, it's, it's terrible. It's hopefully going to be a good episode, but... ah. But apart um, from
1: just running yourself to death.
2: But apart from that, um, so I, I don't know if I mentioned this last time. I'm just, just idly mentioning it. I did do finish my Greg run on Night in the Woods. Finish nice. that. Oh, Great um, so rules, was- okay. Greg does rule. Okay, so it was interesting to see like the other other side of it, and I, I did got to do a few more bits. I'm honestly tempted to do a third run of trying to do all the weird shit that I haven't found, like where you get to hang out with Germ and things. I didn't know oh, you, so you could hang out
1: with Germ.
2: Because I, I didn't realise when you could do that, because I wasn't looking up any guides. I just wanted to naturally mm. go through um, and do the Greg run. So I yeah. think I'm going to go through a third time with the guide yeah. open at some point. And, Germ, and, Germ is the best. He's fucking bizarre he humor. is a fucking weirdo but, although i he did find his cross do. punk friends uh which is interesting <laughs> yeah they are but yeah so um obviously talk loads about it on many episodes good good video game enjoyed it a lot but the big thing i want to talk about is that i have been playing a video game <laughs>
1: okay. A video game
2: and it's a video game that's kind of relevant again because the sequel has um recently been announced peggle it's not peggle
1: Peggle 2. Okay,
2: I'm just going to say the name of the game now.
1: Peggle Knights.
2: Uh, Please be quiet. Um, I have been playing through the original Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Uh, Okay, yes, the toilet game. (laughs) Yes. Please don't call it the toilet game. It's the
1: toilet game, though. That's where toilets go to flourish. Okay. Or grass, depending on your build. To To explain,
2: for anyone uh, that is not aware... Don't explain. I put up a video on Twitter because, you see, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines... Was a bit of a mess when it was released <laughs> and it only really works as a game now because of a ludicrous amount of work that a bunch of fans have put in to patch it and make the game work on modern machines and fix all of its numerous problems. However,
1: multiple of those, the,
2: the base game is still kind of a bit janky and broken so there's problems like um, what what I have encountered which is like a memory leak issue that happens when you play the game for so long. And it causes items in the game to be replaced with other items. Now, what tends to happen... This tends to happen really badly, and I think it's the Skyline Apartments or Skyline...
1: Skyline Apartments. Some,
2: something like that, um, yeah. I yeah, know, because
1: I was Googling it going, oh, Does okay. anyone else have this fucking issue? Holy shit!
2: And it happens really bad there, apparently, which is where I encountered it. So what was happening for me when I got, I got into this area was all of the handles on all of the doors were replaced with toilets.
1: <laughs> Which is really funny, watching you pick a toilet to get into an apartment. Yeah. Just like, I guess I'll shove this in here and rattle it. Okay, the
2: door's are like, okay. Now there were some other things that were replaced with toilets as well, like the ceiling fan.
1: That was weird, uh, it was a big spinning toilet.
2: <laughs> amongst other things. Um, There's
1: like a bunch of toilets on the coffee table, it's Yeah, like, okay...
2: Uh, The worst part is is that they are actually a physical object that have, like, bounding boxes on them. So there were some doors I physically could not get through because the toilet prevented me.
1: I'm sorry. I love the idea of, like, toilets are preventing you from living your everyday life.
2: Um, This apparently happens to other people with random other objects. Because I think it's just whatever thing was in, like, a certain memory location. Becomes the thing that is re- yeah. that replaces everything. It's just like if you play the game for so long, it happens, apparently.
1: I think, isn't it just in that area as well? It
2: happens in other areas, from what I understand, but that's the area that it happens the worst
0: in. Yeah. The The obvious question is, how long were you playing the game for, for this to happen? A couple of hours. Okay, not... <laughs> you know, it's notorious to happen if, if you play the game for 37 hours
3: straight or something. <laughs> Which, yeah, to be fair... <laughs>
0: um,
2: however, I have been playing a lot of it, and... Despite the game's extreme jankiness, because, my God, is it janky, I really absolutely get what people um, were talking about when they've been raving about it, because I was kind of convinced to play it, because um, our friend and mod, um, Plasma Dragon, had talked to me about how good it was before, and... He he
1: talked to me about it, and apparently, because there's a bunch of different clans, and Malkavians are like the token crazy TM vampires... And the way talking goes on is you'll be walking down the street and then it'll stop and zoom in on someone's face. And he was saying he was playing a Malkavian and he was walking down the street and it stopped and zoomed in on a stop sign. (laughs) <laughs> and then his Malkavian proceeded to have a blazing fucking <laughs> argument with the stop sign. Yeah, that's. That and vibe. I'm like, oh my god, that's so good.
2: <laughs> you see, I'm uh, I'm playing a gangrel, which is which means I can just kind you of. You can turn into a puppy. I can't turn into a puppy no. but I have like beast effects. That okay, do. but They're that's sort of... Alucard
1: I mean... is basically a Gengrel. <laughs>
2: They kind of have have kind of some degree of kind of like werewolfy kind of traces, and they have kind of beast a uh, bestial nature. And they can get they can claws. Get claws and and they, can, they are like some of the best fighters. You can summon well. a ghost wolf, though. Uh, I haven't got the, the ability to do that yet, but you can do that. Um, but it does mean that some of the harder fights I can just buff my way through because yeah. they're a bit they're they're kind of more fighter yeah. oriented. Than I've a lot seen of you do it. And, um, yeah. Not that the fighting is easy because the whole game is feels very of its time
1: i'm kind of worrying because i really want to play it as well but i'm probably i'm gonna try and rebind some keys and probably it will just set fire to me in my life i
2: would i would be scared to touch the menus honestly it's one yeah. of those sort of games it feels like even with all the patches it's on a knife edge
1: so i want to ask about your gang rule. okay okay so like What's his stat sheet look like? What's his character sheet? Hot
2: garbage, probably. Really? Um, I
1: mean, explain his abilities to me. Well, I because put... it's based on the the tabletop it RPG. Is.
2: Um, yeah, so you actually have a proper character sheet, and you have to uh, put in points and things.
1: There's persuasion and yeah,
2: I've actually got quite a lot in um, research and um, various persuasion things um, and hacking and the like because it turned out like having quite a lot of hacking is quite useful. And then everything else is, like, dumped into, like, fighting abilities. Basically, I've just completely abandoned any notion of trying to seduce anyone ever. (laughs) Um, I have literally zero in, like, the seduction. I can't remember what it's called. It's, like, the seduction trait. I'm just like, I don't even have anything in it. I don't even give a fuck.
1: So basically you're reading, like, pickup artist books. (laughs) That would probably be more of a minus one, though, I think.
2: Yes. (laughs) Uh, you do get books that you, if you've got the right research trait, then you can learn extra things. I actually currently have um, a sort of very tabletopy sort of thing where I have a higher—I uh, think it is a higher persuasion uh, modifier because of an item I'm carrying. Nice, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I really do get because um, yeah, not not only was Plasma talking to me I, uh, last time I spoke to Alphabus, I actually he was like talking uh, yes. about how much he loved the game. The
1: the the entity that owns us, yes. the Alpha TM.
2: Um, and, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I should really give, the, give this game a go. Enough people I know are telling me it's great. I should finally sit down and actually try and do it. Because we played it for a video ages ago. Ages ago, yeah. Um, but having played a lot more of it, like, I really get it. Like, the, the writing and, like, how deep some of the stories go. Like, there was a re- a little story that like I got kind of transfixed with solving. Where yeah. you you find some, like, guy on the beach who's an, uh, an Australian surfer dude. Mm. And he's basically, he's been turned into a vampire. And he, the the, the woman that turned him, turned him and he basically told us to fuck off when he found out, like, she's a vampire and she's just turned him and he was, like, really angry about it. But, like, after after a while, he's, like, he just misses her and he just wants to...
1: Aww, he misses his son. He wants to
2: basically say sorry, because um, he, he doesn't hate her. He was just so overwhelmed with well the existence of vampires and becoming one i imagine would put quite a
1: well i mean like bit, a bit of pressure on a relationship it's not just that it's like literally being thrown into a completely different yeah. social infrastructure where they ha- like vampire politics and clans and there's like not only do vampires exist but werewolves do and everything else yeah. as well and ghosts and ghosts and you're like okay i uh, it would be the worst um, it's like basically shoving a 2 year old into like British politics right now.
2: Yeah. Complete with ghouls. Yeah, and I honestly um,
1: think they'd probably do a better job. Yeah.
2: Um but
1: <laughs> thanks for the dislike.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we went right and, and we saw uh, you know, you go to you go and like um find the place where they met and speak to a few people and you get some items that that belong to the the woman and you eventually kind of use that to like track down some more information which you track down some more and you eventually find her and kind of Solve her immediate situation, and then you kind of get them back together, and they go, Aww. they go off and, and do something. It's like that's that's just like a little side quest. That's actually like a chain that goes to like four or five different kind of places to sort of find all the some things. And it's
1: tasty just Easter bread crumbs.
2: And like, whilst some of the like some of the things are a bit, um, what am I thinking? Um, with like how to solve certain puzzles. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, they're pretty good at being like logically work outable by a normal human. Uh which for those sort of things where it doesn't lead you by the nose, like you don't have like a thing on the map that says go here. Like you can't even bring up a map. You have to go to bus stops to look at a map oh. to know to, to find <laughs> places. Um so it's like I I honestly like it, i I've really been enjoying it. And um I think I'm I'm just over halfway through the game at this point. I think. Um, like I, I looked at like a, at the list of main quests. I didn't look at what they were called or what <laughs> or what they had entail what they entailed. I just like scrolled down until I got to the last one I'd done, no and spoilers. then just and then just looked at how far down the list that was. And I was like, okay, I'm about halfway. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I there's a whole the whole thing of um, you know the two the two um, like big rival kind of ideologies of the vampires and from what i understand you kind of have to side with one of them uh mm-hmm. one of which being the you know regular evil vampires and the other one being the anarchs i'll give you one guess as to what they are ah. um and also uh one guess as to who i'm going to side with um <laughs> also yeah uh, john dimaggio uh plays a character called jack and he's great i, I, think, I think his name's jack he's yeah small jack yeah he's just nice He's like the he's like you know the character that is like the least judgmental of you, like the nicest to you. Like he's a bit of an ass, but he's like <laughs> endearingly an ass. Like when talking, he's a
1: really nice ass. Like
2: when talking about like dealing with the Camarilla, who are sort of the um, represent the the vampire hierarchy,
1: the vampire house of lords.
2: Um, <laughs> he's like uh, you know you're sort of because you're having to kind of work with them at this point, and he's just like. Because he's an anarch, but he's like, "Look, you're young as far as vampire goes. Like,
1: you're a fledgling. You've
2: got to Basically, you've got to find a way to live your life. Um, I'm not going to judge you for that. Like, you got to find your way. You know, you got to find your own way, sort of thing. And it's I like, love
1: Vampire Dad. It's
2: like just, just real nice. Also, really fucking weird thing. Last thing I'll mention, um, aside from the fact that if you've never played it and you've got, you can stomach older games."
1: Um, if you can stomach the older jank... Like,
2: stomach a bit of jank, totally play it, it's also, worth it.
1: Also, don't play it without that one mod that makes it work. Uh, Yeah, there's
2: an unofficial patch, go get that. But uh, the one thing I'll mention is that when you go into the Anarch's um, bar, like, the main place there, uh, they they kind of exist in downtown uh, downtown Los Angeles. Um, the bar, I think it's called Last Round, I think, or something, or Last Shot, something like that. <laughs> um and when you go in there the song a song that i believe is called letcher bitch um starts playing which set me off uh, set me off like thinking that a Diamanda hagen review was about to start <laughs> up because she used to use that version of the song as her intro music Beautiful. For years. And so it started up and I just heard like the music and I'm like, wait a minute, why do I recognise? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so just, and I had to sit in there speaking to people for about 20 minutes at one point. So this song played through about five times and I was just spending the whole time. just like, just
1: having like the Amanda Hagen flashbacks? <laughs> it's like
2: Hell Hagen, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I've just thought, I just realised something pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So like, I've been talking about a game with werewolves. You've been talking about a game with vampires, and matt has been talking about a game with technically digital ghosts. Okay. It's yeah, a very spooky yeah. episode, is what I'm very saying, and I think episodes. we should talk about werewolves every episode.
2: Uh, well, I'm done speaking now about my things, good. so uh, let's move on to those questions.
1: Yes.
2: That was okay. a good noise, and I'm glad that I heard it with my own ears. He, he had
1: to pull them out of his clavage.
0: He did. <laughs> clavage. 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 Okay, we have some questions. Cool.
1: What's that email address, Wib?
2: It is onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. Drummermat, what's that email?
0: Onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com.
1: Oh, you guys are doing terrific.
0: It'd be really confusing for the people at home if we both said different and wrong ones. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the, like, comments bit, whatever you call that description (laughs) thing. (laughs) The The comments description bit. I don't know how YouTube works. No, YouTube doesn't
1: know how YouTube works. (laughs) But (laughs) what are the questions?
0: right, questions. Uh, First up, Pyro. This is more of a suggestion than a question. But it's a Netflix suggestion. Okay. Okay. So a kid's animated show called Hilda. I have heard nothing about it, but apparently it's quite fun. It's a single series of an interesting modern fantasy setting with a kind of personalized version of the CalArts style. So, you know, like the... um, Yeah. That sort of, I don't know... That thing that
2: people have a weird problem with for some reason, even though it's quite aesthetically pleasing.
0: Yeah. That, um, it's new when I'm I like, don't like it. I'm trying to think of a single... Um,
3: Steven Universe. Be, yeah. Um, those Gravity Falls. Of,
2: yes. Yeah. I um, don't see the problem. <laughs> it's completely blanked on them. Um,
0: but yeah, they, they, say, they say it's quite good. They say the voice acting can be a little bit iffy. Mm. Um, okay. but it explores some really interesting themes with a pretty art style. So. Okay, I, oh. I've ne- I've never heard of this before. so no, uh, right. I. I just had a quick know. look on Wikipedia just to make sure we... Um, I have entire faith in you, Pyro, but I was just checking on Wikipedia that we were not recommending absolute garbage. <laughs> 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 wow. But no, uh, it seems to have had quite a good reception, so...
1: Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't heard about it. it at all,
0: but I'll, I'll, I'm going to check it out. Okay.
1: okay, definitely. We've been
0: trying to watch... Because um, we finished all of Gretsuko, and then we went through and watched... Um, all a hundred one minute short episodes of that oh yikes but then but which were quite good but then but then we needed a new Saturday morning cartoon thing to watch so we've been watching a bit of Steven Universe and it's it's quite hard to get into I'm going to be honest yeah i don't know if you just need to like binge a good like 15 20 episodes to start with to like get into the characters and get into yeah, yeah. it's not so bad I've heard, I've, heard it, heard. I've heard it goes places yeah i've heard
1: it is yeah. quite good with exploring a lot of uh more trickier themes yeah
0: yeah no exactly that's why we wanted to watch it And i'm not saying it's bad and we are enjoying it but it's, it's one of those ones where i'm not like oh yeah that was amazing let's watch the next episode like i'm quite content watching one episode a week on a saturday morning and being like so you watch another one it's like nah, let's get up and do things um, but yeah, so that's the recommendation for a show. Okay, which thank you. I, I, I go check out. I, I, we do need a. We yeah. Oh, we have been watching. Another. This is moving on from questions, but we are watching Big Mouth on Netflix.
1: I hate that show.
0: I I have very weird feelings about it, but I think over, it makes us laugh quite a lot, which is quite good. And I think it will probably be. Show, it's quite a good exploration of like, you know, teenage discovering their bodies and sexuality and stuff in quite a positive way and yet then it's like an 18 plus and you're like this would probably be shown in like sex ed
3: classes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean to be fair i probably have a lot of negative associations with that because my parents were like psychotically religious and incredibly like anything to do with your body was disgusting and shameful mm. so it's like i think which is why i'm such a fucking lewd twat now mm. but it's still like that kind of teenage discovery and kind of like my body is kind of working against me and everything's terrible and I don't know why I'm angry and I just honestly it makes me kind of feel really kind of sick and like I'm about to cry. So oh. that's why I hate that show so much. Because it just Yeah okay. It it yeah. conjures up some horrifying feelings <laughs> that I am not okay with feeling. So I'm glad that you've been enjoying it and if you say it's it it would be good for like the younger generation. I think so. I mean we haven't more
0: thought of it and it might and sometimes it's a little bit like, oh, but then I was like, Yeah, it is quite a an honest everyone's body is weird. It's yeah. not weird sort of sort of thing, which is quite Well nice. that's
1: that's really positive. We need more yeah, of that Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Totally. So, anyway, yeah.
0: Pyro had a sec this second quick point after this recommendation. Um they've just realized that we've recorded approximately about a week of podcast. There's like hundred and forty five hours of this shit. Oh shit. Really? really? Oh geez. Apparently. Oh, so
1: yeah. Big oof.
0: They, they hope for another 145 hours.
1: Um, <laughs> no more. We're allowed one more week every... <laughs> of hours, and then Pyro will kill us, which every, is fine. Every
2: now and again, someone will say, oh, they're, they're listening through the podcast like from the beginning again, and all I can ever think of when someone says that is on
0: purpose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to it, self-deprecating humour.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've only recorded this many by accident, so... <laughs> it just happened. Next up. Next up, Mark. I'm going to read what the question I think he's asking is, but then I'm going to ask, say what he actually wrote. So, okay. first, what do you think would happen to the characters of Red Dwarf if they were thrust into the 40k universe?
1: They would die immediately.
0: Well, yes, but not as quickly as his actual question: which what, what would happen to the Red Dwarf cast if they were in the 40k universe?
1: Also, like oh, everyone
0: could,
2: involved okay. in the making, Robert Llewellyn of Chris would not do Barry. well. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Llewellyn, Robert Llewellyn would not do that great. Um, <laughs> um,
1: no,
2: yeah, no, they they probably wouldn't. They probably all.
1: die quicker than the actual characters. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I mean, it depends how much of the look virus have they got left. Uh, <laughs>
1: Probably not enough. Uh,
0: yeah, they probably would not last long
1: yeah. um,
0: because Lister would like hide out somewhere and last a little bit longer than the rest. Lister
1: would literally become He's an like... agent of Sinch I
0: mean,
2: straight yeah, he up... would
1: become a, a le- like a fucking greater demon of Sinch <laughs> I mean, <laughs> straight
2: up, like Red Dwarf feels like a space Hulk anyway. Yeah. Also, um...
1: I think Rimmer is basically the perfect like imperial officer. Because he's a fucking <laughs> dick, he refuses to deviate from like, like the book, even though he gets it wrong. But he'll still defend it so vehemently. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And if so he got chance to get
0: to be like an officer, he'd probably do well. But he would never get that far.
2: He'd get no. shot long before. And yeah. honestly,
1: I think that's probably for the best. That's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah.
2: Uh, but yes, um, bas- basically, what will probably happen is they would accidentally uh, take uh, gene stealers on board, uh, Lister would try and sleep with one, yeah. and they'd all get <laughs> murdered. Uh.
1: Yeah, and if, if, if yeah. they got picked up by Imperials, then, you know, like, Crichton would be killed for being, like, you know, an AI. Cat would be killed for being a mutant. Oh,
2: he'd just get thrown
0: into a felonid in legion.
1: Yeah, something like that. Uh. Yeah, it'd be pretty fucking miserable, and probably not very conducive to a comedy setting.
0: Okay, second question from Mark
1: okay Okay. similar
0: similar theme of things jammed into 40k if the infinity stones from marvel were in the 40k universe who should possess them and what would you have them do with them
1: well they'd literally be in like the like the emperor's prince Albert piercing it's like it's not (laughs) even a question he'd just have them in his nipples his belly button and he'd have a prince albert and maybe for, and then he'd have like i don't know
0: two eyebrows
1: I wouldn't say two eyebrows, I'd say each, like, he'd probably have a, oh, I can't remember what the skin under, like, between the balls and the pinor. You can also get gooch piercing, so we'd have that as well.
0: Okay, yeah. It'd just be
1: really fancy, sexy body jewellery. Yeah, I think he'd have all, actually, he'd have all five of them. In a Jacob's Ladder Piercing. Now, don't Google that. I'm going to tell you what it is. It is... Can you not? <laughs> okay, so it is a series of horizontal piercings over a penis in, like, a ladder kind of shape. So he'd have that and, like, on each, like, he'd, he'd like, have two, like, ladder struts. So he could have on either a, side of A gem of the, on either side. A gem on either yeah. side. And then he'd have a Prince Albert. Okay.
2: Okay, which see,
1: actually sounds pretty cool.
2: I'd just say that uh, Nasdrag uh, would have them all because and his because uh, they're shiny, mm. and he'd be like, "That's fun and shiny." He yeah. wouldn't know what to do with them. He'd probably try and eat them. Yeah, yeah it's probably safest, to be fair. Yeah, yeah I think so.
1: Yeah. In an orc's digestive system is where, you, if you want to hide something, that's where you should put it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, but I still think the emperor should have some crazy dick piercings because that's just so cool.
2: Okay, well, we'll, we'll mark that, like, fucking, we'll mark that you... off on your particular fantasies and desires. Thank you. And, and maybe where we've, where we've that down. Piercer. Okay, that also goes into, into the list of your <laughs> fantasies, which we'll write on a list and then throw out of the window. Okay,
1: um, so we don't really have to think dismissive about anymore. and rude.
0: Yes, it is.
2: Uh, go on, Matt, <laughs> what
1: about you? Uh,
0: yeah I think both those answers are pretty good to be honest I yeah. don't even know yeah. I wouldn't trust anyone with them obviously so yeah you'd and put them somewhere like on the someone's emperor's not gonna go like, we so know. Yeah. yeah I assume no one touches the emperor's wiener
1: I mean, I feel the well, custodians probably dab around, in and around it every now and again. Are we
2: talking, like, current canon, or are we talking in the past? Because uh, if we're getting to, like, non-canon
1: uh,
2: uh, things, you're talking about the sensei, He, the emperor got busy many times.
1: Yeah, um, the emperor just decided to go and sire children because being a deadbeat dad was a fantasy of his or something. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's still fucking canon.
0: Yeah.
1: Answer- <laughs> Rebuttals on a postcard, I won't be reading. All
0: right, next up. Michael, this is a question for Webb. Oh, God. (laughs) So, wouldn't Spock from Star Trek Discovery be alternate evil Spock, seeing as the key indicator is having facial hair? No, because there is nothing evil about a beard. There is only
2: something evil about a goatee.
1: Okay, so, like, yeah. Nathan, my D&D character, has a bone to pick with you.
2: Yeah, he's a warlock. He he has no leg to stand up. Okay,
1: wow, that is so fucking... <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, but
0: you don't know he's a warlock, so... Yeah.
1: We, we
0: totally know he's a warlock.
1: You don't know that he's a warlock. We
0: totally know he's a warlock.
2: Please
1: tell me. Like, tell him you don't know he's a warlock, because <laughs> he'll get panicky and frighten We absolutely,
2: and frightened. 100% know he's a warlock.
1: How? Is it his blood being I don't know how to f- accelerate. yeah I
2: don't know how to tell you this but Nathan's nowhere near as good at subterfuge as he thinks he is
1: oh. <laughs> I guess we, neither of us really are <laughs> he,
0: he's nowhere near as good as a lot of things as he thinks he is he,
1: no that's completely true the, one th- yeah. the thing that he's
0: very good at is the thing that he is the
2: least proud of which is his ability to rip reality asunder with his demonic <laughs> powers
1: <laughs> demonic but differently <laughs> celestial where does he get his powers from what's his patron
2: <laughs> i don't know is it is Different. it an old one it, no is it literally cthulhu no it's literally cthulhu no.
1: it's... don't know it's probably not <laughs> you don't know it is
2: a lovecraftian entity mm-hmm. from which his powers come no so okay maybe not demonic but Certainly from a realm that man was not set to want. Oh,
1: why are you being such a judgmental fucking asshole? But anyway,
2: yes. Uh, full beard does not equal evil. Goatee does. Mm-hmm. And I can say this with uh, absolute certainty because I have had a goatee on, on occasion. And, and I was definitely just... 20% more evil when yeah, I had
1: Yeah, you just literally cut out the middle man and started hitting babies with hammers. Yes.
0: Um, next question. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, Inquisitor Grox.
1: Yes. Well, so, some questions
0: for, for 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 the three of us. Okay. Um, me first.
1: And the gimme gimmies?
0: No, just just me. Okay. Oh, okay. It's Dramatically worse.
1: Could oh no! Don't be um, so mean.
0: Personal questions. These are. Oh. So, after all the time being a person in France, what is your favourite French dish?
3: Roof.
0: And there's a straighter answer: beef tartare, steak tartare. Okay. Raw beef with a raw egg on top. Got, could not get it in the UK because people would just immediately leave the restaurant. <laughs> you
1: can eat raw beef it's fine. Yeah. In fact it's tasty.
0: So, yeah. State star. Oh, beautiful. Um second, how is it um to travel back and forth between the UK and France to visit friends and family? That is honestly the hardest part about living abroad, is having to come back. No, not having to come back, but not being oh. able to come back often enough to yeah. end, like missing everyone at home and then when we come back cuz it's like Flying from here to London is like twelve or fifteen euros, so it's not actually too expensive. It's just you have to, you know, fly each time, and flying is awful. hmm
1: It's it's like, stressful. It's messy. It's dis- well, so not, disruptive.
0: Well, I mean, it's just destroying the planet. Was more what I was, you know. There is that day.
1: too. That is also. I don't, a I don't mind
0: narrative. the other. I don't mind the other parts of it. Um,
1: I mind. You, all can, of you parts.
0: can you can you can get the train back, but then it's like you know hundreds, not yeah. tens so it's just like uh, you know not entirely being retired my income isn't the best (laughs) Um, you gotta do more voice acting work man yeah I mean yeah hit me up onlydramamatt at etc.com um,
1: I'm also a voice actress and I can do voices like drama hit me up at onlydramamatt at gmail.com
0: <laughs> but um, yeah that's the hardest bit about being bored Although, other than that I definitely reckon if to anyone who gets the opportunity to which obviously isn't everyone it's a, it's, it's a very good experience just to sort of widen your eyes and just see other people a bit and just see you know it's actually made me appreciate a lot of things about the UK a lot of it is a complete shit show But a lot of what the UK does is quite good, a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, like, um, you know, just basic cheddar cheese and HP sauce. I mean, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Right,
0: questions for Sniper Web. How does one apply for being recruited into the Cardinal Archivists chapter? I just show up on the doorstep, really. I say,
1: just show up and like maybe bring like I don't know a, a cool board game or like a bag of Haribo or something that we can enjoy. I will. I will
2: accept Haribo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or or like, like um, tasty, tasty chocolates, or just like I don't know, bring in like a hat that you've knitted so we can all enjoy it and like have a look at it and, and give you give you a thumbs up and say you works. So basically, just show up and be nice is what I'm saying. Okay, it's not yeah. not
0: very stringent,
3: you know. No, no. Just, just <laughs> we it's all a play nice it by person. ear, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So there's not an application form. No,
3: because,
1: who could be
0: a, look who could, a who can be asked to fill in an application form, me. and who can be asked to read them? Well, that me. was the second question: is who is the captain in charge of recruitment? To who you have to send an application form? Me. So who, the, the question is, who can be asked?
2: Yeah, basically, it's who. It, it's someone shows up and it's whoever answers the door, really.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I like yeah. to imagine there's just a really basic, like British terraced house, like front door with like on, a, on a, a, a fortress double glazed door. On a, yeah, <laughs> on like a fortress monastery. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of knock on it, like ring the doorbell, and then someone just opens it. Like obviously, it looks really absurd because it's a standard size mm-hmm. like door, and the Space Marine behind it, like literally, can't fit. Well, the
1: thing is, like, if you, like, shut the door and then, like, do a thing with the handle, it literally opens up, like, a garage door.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, like, one is where you turn the handle a different way and it, like, yeah, opens yeah, up differently. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, like, if that mechanism's broken, then we just have to ask the, uh, the, the aspirant to cover themselves in, like, grease and just kind of squeeze through the yeah, door.
2: Yeah, but the aspirant's normal size, so they can fit through the door. Okay,
1: we can't leave.
2: Yeah, but they still have to be covered in grease. They
1: still have to be covered in. That's part of the recruitment. That is,
2: that is a requirement for it. Was it's been passed down in like tradition? No one remembers where it came it from, but it's a tradition now. It came from
1: me as a joke. As a joke, and everyone <laughs> just took it seriously because it sounded funny. <laughs>
2: Lube up the noviates. Like why? I don't Lube know. up the
1: noviates. It just seems funny, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's just been passed down into chapter law.
1: Yeah, that's L A
2: W, not L O
1: <laughs> R E. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Um, last question d- important one okay did you finally kill Jeff's smoke detector
1: no it's still going
0: oh my god really yeah really
1: ugh
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay oh they also um, Grox also sent some cat pictures which I might put on Twitter if I remember thank you but you won't. I, d- I did last time <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. okay well we will look oh, forward yeah. to seeing the cat pictures on Twitter okay last but not least Saskia this is another one that's going to trail off into it needs a fade out end. So a few years ago on one of the streams, Snipe and Wib told a really funny and totally true story about Drummer Matt. Do you remember it? It was the one about the time the three of you went to an Italian restaurant and Drummer Matt ordered a Pepsi. And well, I'm sure you remember the rest.
1: <laughs> I know, but that sounds amazing. And I'm so clever.
0: <laughs> I'm only asking because that old stream footage is long gone. And I think that people need to hear the story.
1: I'm sorry. I can't remember it. That particular event Wait. has
0: fallen out of your head.
1: I'll try and remember. You it. can
2: try and remember it.
1: I'll try. Okay, so drama. Wib and I went to an Italian restaurant because um, we were celebrating because he just uh, he just got a bonus at work for outstanding and being outstanding in his field because he'd uh, he'd basically gone through a lot of scarecrow training and he was really <laughs> proud. So we went to an Italian restaurant because Drummer Matt wanted to eat the paschetti. His words, not mine. Yeah. He, he just can't say spaghetti <laughs> for some reason. I mean, we think it's cute and, you know, we're not going to make fun of a friend for having difficulty like saying a word because yeah. we're not monsters. So we go in, we sit down. It's a nice place. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, I'll probably go for a margarita pizza, you know. That kind of thing. I'll, I'll, I'll have, oh, I'll have some white wine. Even though I don't like it, but I wanted white to kind of put wine. on a show for drama. Yeah. Like, Webb has basically the same thing, but he, uh, he has, like, uh, fettuccine without cheese and extra pesto. Which none of, all of us were kind of like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's probably an Italian dish. Uh, and then <laughs> drama Matt was like, I want eight packets of cardboard and a Pepsi. And the man kind of was like, ah, um, we don't, we don't sell cardboard. And, and like, the thing is, I was already kind of on edge because there was a children's birthday party going on to the right of us with like the a couple, no- like, The twins. noise of that
2: does tend to set him off a bit. Yeah,
1: there was like, there's like twins and they just had vuvuzelas. <laughs> and I, I don't know where the kids got them from. They were like, probably about like like, eight or nine years old?
2: I can't remember. Was there balloons? Because I know... There that... was there
1: was one balloon. There was, like, a really big one.
2: Because I know that Matt it has It was the this... big
1: Spider-Man balloon.
2: Matt has this thing where, like, he, he can't help it, but, like, if he sees a balloon, he has to grab it and stuff it up his shirt.
1: Luckily, like... And then he's like
2: slam his chest until it bursts. I don't know what it's about, but he has to do it. I think he just
1: pretends to be like a big explosive gorilla. I think I've heard him say something like that before. I
2: think it might be because he used to watch the Mask animated series and he thinks that he's Koblanus the Exploding Man.
1: He... Yes! That's it, because that's what his SoundCloud is under. kle is the Sploding Man. Yeah. It's full of spelling errors, but you know what the thought is there. But yeah, I, he, to Drummer Matt's credit, he was really holding it together with that giant Spider-Man balloon. Yeah. I think it's because he just, he innately hates Spider-Man. Yeah. Not 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 just, like, Spider-Man, like... He just hates ge- the concept he hates, of a
2: Spider-Man. He,
1: yeah, like, he's okay with, like, the Spider-Verse one, because it's fine, but, like... The idea of a, because he always says it's the spidered man, so he thinks it's just a man that's glued a bunch of spiders to himself, and he's wearing a weird suit to cover that up. That's I the, don't could, know where he's got this misconception. And he could just, he
2: could just like read one comic and have this disproved, but he like won't.
1: he won't. He, he won't read a comic. But I mean, like you know, that's okay. <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> so credit by credit to you, Jerome Matt's really holding it together with that balloon. And he's not... You he's, he, he can tell he's a little bit agitated because the guy's already said that he's not going to serve him three boxes of cardboard or what have you. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, can I interest you maybe in, like, this, the spaghetti? And Geronimo Matt goes, yes, I want a—I want a, a paschetti. And the guy's very kind, you know. He, he's an older lad. You, you, can, you can tell that like, he's, like, he's hes dealt in, certain, in like the hospitality industry for a while. So he's, like... He's quite a kindly man. And he's like, okay... Um, Plus, you
2: tend not to chat anyone who's wearing a Count ducular uh, hat.
1: Yeah, so. that is, like, <laughs> that small. He's, he's it's three obviously sizes, meant for a toddler. Yeah, three
2: sizes too small and covered in stains.
1: Yeah, he, he honestly dealt with it like a champ. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, I'll get you I'll get you some spaghetti. And uh, is Coco okay? And at that point, <laughs> the table falls silent... Wib and I are looking over at Drummer Matt and going, "Oh no, is this is this the straw that breaks the drummer's back?" <laughs> and he smiles and he says, "That's fine." And we're like, "What? Oh my goodness! That okay? You know?" And we, we thought we're not going to mention it because we don't want to patronise him, you know. So he, he goes off, and then Drummer Matt just takes out his DS and he starts playing Rub Rabbits, which is a very old game. Yes. Um, and we're like, okay, that's fine, you know, we're on our phones, we're checking Twitter or you know, which whatever. being hyper
2: millennials. Hyper
1: millennial checking Twitter. And then Drama starts screaming at his fucking DS. Yeah. He cut starts screaming, Scorpion, Scorpion, just over and over again. And we're like, Why is why is he screaming? It turns out we we only found out this after, you know, reading the police report, but we found out that he was actually in the mini game. For where you have to hit the scorpion away from your girlfriend. Yeah. And he thought it was a voice-activated
2: Because that game does have things where you have to shout at yeah, it to activate the Yeah, he got a things. bit
1: confused, so he said Scream Scorpion, and we were like, oh no, drama, Matt. And then the Vaseline came out.
2: As it tends to. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know why the waiter brought us Vaseline.
2: No, Matt brought that from
1: home. <laughs> he brought the waiter from home. No, he
2: brought the Vaseline from home.
1: <laughs> he brought the waiter and the Vaseline from home. I it believe was quite weird. just the Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that that didn't go well. I mean, he greased the screen and then he got bored and, you know, sitting there quietly. And the guy brought him, a, uh, brought him his Coke and he he, he he got a little straw. And we're all, like, just sitting there enjoying our drinks. The drama just starts slurping through this straw. And then slowly he starts, like, grimacing and, like, his teeth pull back. And he's, like, he's, like he gets to the point where he's just, like, Argh! Like, just, like, you can see basically all of his teeth are bad. Which and I then, presume
2: since he's still sucking, that means the coke is just pouring out of his mouth.
1: It was. I'm yeah, I'm glad you remembered yeah. that. <laughs> and, it, and we're just like, okay. And he somehow managed to perfect this circular breathing thing. So he's like, like, like kind of like g- gurning and kind of making all this horrible, scary noise. And like coke is pouring out of his nose and his teeth. And he's just, that's apparently fine for him and he does this the whole time then then the the two little twins having a birthday party come over and at this point we're like oh no
2: he doesn't <laughs> do well with kids he doesn't
1: do well with kids and they go up to him and they they give him their straws and roma matt stops he stops screaming and he looks at them his coke his coke filled beard pouring <laughs> and he goes oh thank you and gives them a little pat on the head each and then that and that was it. Really, yeah. it was like it was a really nice evening. Apart from just a weird, quirky couple yeah. of like things, Drummer Matt did. But no, it was actually a really nice evening. I mean, Drummer on Matt the way got to eat spaghetti.
2: I mean, on the way home, he did eat that seagull, which is why the police got called. But, yeah, you know.
1: yeah. But at the same time, we didn't know that seagull belonged in a collector's edition. We didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, we didn't know that the old man, old man Gregory's. Surprised seagull had escaped its collection. Like, Drummer Mat didn't know. I mean,
2: presumably that's why he ate it, because it was a fancy one.
1: Yeah, it was a very fancy seagull. You don't just want to eat any
2: seagull, I yeah, guess.
1: Not, yeah, like, I mean, even Drummer Mat has to yeah. I'll Honestly, that's probably why, like, it's probably wise that he skipped dessert, so he could actually... He fit. had room for the seagull. Yeah, because, yeah. like, Drummer Mat, what he likes to do is he likes to eat passing animals and then just lie in a heap for, like, a week while he slowly digests it, because he doesn't chew his food. He just lies there and lets his stomach acids do the rest. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um that was that was uh, that was a time drummer Matt Webb and I went to an Italian restaurant and he got a Coke instead of a Pepsi.
0: Yes. Good.
1: <laughs> do you remember that drummer Matt? Did you have fun?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, a, a delightful romp through a storytelling yes. process.
1: <laughs> that actually happened. Hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, was that was that the last question that we had? That was the last question. It's probably okay, for the best that it
1: was the last one then. Yeah,
0: so... I may have said it last on purpose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Okay. So,
0: yeah, I do do some preparation for this. I don't just read out all the questions in order with no filters. <laughs>
1: I mean, I would, but yeah, that's fair. But yes, no. That that's been our podcast. Sorry, from sorry the just of sorry. our souls. We're sorry. sorry. Sorry, go get yourself a nice cup of tea or your favourite preferred beverage.
2: Uh, maybe not coke. Uh, if not coke. <laughs> if you're going to drink it with your teeth bad.
1: Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Bye.